And now, this week in sport history. February 28th, 1967, Will Chamberlain set an NBA record by scoring his 35th consecutive field goal without a miss, which spanned over four games. This also included the record for most shots in a single game without a miss, with 18 against Baltimore. He had 42, 30 and 10 assists in that one. Chamberlain also holds the second and third on that list from the same season. It's worth noting that during these four games, he went up against the likes of six foot nine Zelmo Beatty, never heard of him, six foot ten Leroy Ellis, and a guy we're just about to talk about, Jerry Lucas, who is six foot eight. So it's unlikely players of today will consistently have those sort of mismatches over four straight games. And with the game being much more based around the three-point line as well, this isn't being broken anytime soon. Interestingly, on Twitter recently, I saw people were arguing about the average height in the NBA. It's only changed by mere inches since back then. You would have thought that it would have changed a lot. Yeah, you would have thought. Yeah. February 29th, 1964, Cincinnati's Jerry Lucas and Oscar Robertson combined for the rarest of rare 40-40 performance as the Royals beat the Philadelphia 76ers 117-114. to Regular season MVP Robertson scored 43 points while Rookie of the Year Lucas snagged 40 rebounds. Now, the reason this is the rarest of rare is because this is the only time this has happened in NBA history. There have been multiple occasions where Bill Russell had had 40 rebounds and a player on the opposite team had 40 points. And Will Chamberlain had three 40-point, 40-rebound games himself to go with four 50-point, 40-rebound games <laughs> and a 70-point, 40-rebound game. Oh, man. But in no other game has one teammate had 40 points and the other had 40 rebounds. It's also worth noting that Robertson had 10 rebounds and 10 assists to go with his 43 points one of his 183 triple-doubles all-time. Lucas would average 17.4 rebounds a game that season, enough to win any of the last 28 rebounding titles, but it still had him more than seven a game behind Bill Russell that season. (laughs) Numbers back then were crazy. Oh, they sure were. 1st of March, 1953, American golfer Babe Zaharias, what a name, won a controversial Saratoga Women's Open by seven strokes as playing partner Louise Suggs refused to sign her scorecard after Zaharias was given a beneficial drop ruling. Zaharias and Suggs had a really tumultuous relationship as the top women's players in the world back then. Suggs won the 1949 US Open by 14 strokes, but was constantly underappreciated as Zaharias garnered much of the attention, which probably led to this final act of defiance in the face of this perceived favoritism. The rivalry was so tense that when Zaharias was in hospital dying of cancer, Suggs declined to visit her or even send her flowers, stating, I decided I'm not going to be a hypocrite about this thing. We have actually spoken about Zaharias in a previous episode. She was one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I think she won an entire tournament one time, one of the majors wearing a colostomy bag. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a crazy, crazy story. And the 2nd of March, 2011, in one of the great Cricket World Cup upsets, Ireland's Kevin O'Brien smokes the fastest century in World Cup history off just 50 balls and finishes on 113 off 63 as the Irish beat England by three wickets in Bangalore. We were there, not at the match, but yeah. England had made eight for 327 on a very good scoring pitch. And well, we would know we were in Bangalore while these ones were on. We watched Australia play Canada and Kenya there. Got on telly tons in Got that Canada game. Oh, we did. We did. So <laughs> yeah. With the, the bloody hawks circling oh, around yeah. the stadium, it was terrifying. Yeah. Oh. I was waiting to be taken by one of them. Well, I remember a woman got swooped at one of the places we went to. Oh, yeah, true. The fort, one of the forts or something. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, we got to see that pitch up close, and it was a very, very good scoring pitch. Anyway, England probably should have made a lot more. They were two for 210 with 15 overs to go, but Ireland actually restricted them quite well. 
Ireland in reply was struggling though. Five for 111, 24 overs in, in all sorts of trouble. And then O'Brien just went berserk. He started slogging everything leg side. 51 came up off 30 balls. Slog after slog went to the boundary. And he was eventually run out with Ireland needing just 12 off 12. John Mooney, not the former Perth Wildcat, had, Jeez, a, we could use him. Yeah, had a crucial 33 off 30. Alex Cusack added 47 as Ireland got home with five balls to spare. Truly, truly breathtaking. And a couple of happy birthdays. Happy 52nd birthday to Yolanda Griffith and happy 42nd birthday to Shahida Freedy. Two of the best to do it in their respective crafts. Griffith, a WNBA legend, and a Freedy, a cricketing all-round nightmare to face. So let's start with Griffith, Stewie, one of the true icons of the WNBA, but travelled a bit of a road to get there. So in high school, she was an All-American for softball in addition to basketball after being offered a scholarship to go to the University of Iowa, but she had to pause her dream after having her daughter, supporting herself through college working at a car repossession company. Then after a stint in the American Basketball League, she absolutely made the most of her opportunity in the WNBA. She was eventually the 1999 MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, an eight-time All-Star, two-time All-WNBA first team, three-time second teamer, member of the WNBA's 10th, 15th, 20th, and 25th anniversary teams, plus a champion and finals MVP in 2005 with the Sacramento Monarchs. Unfortunately, after short stints with the Seattle Storm and Indiana Fever, she tore her Achilles tendon and retired, moving on to coaching, where she's currently an assistant with Boston College. But she was inducted into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame in 2014, and I dare say this second chapter of coaching could last a while. I think it could. Now, Shahida Freedy absolutely earned the nickname Boom Boom. Most of, <laughs> most of us will remember him as this destructive leg spin bowler who, on the right surface, could absolutely tear teams apart. But it's easy to forget that his first big achievement came in his first ever ODI as a batter. He broke the record for the fastest ODI century off just 37 balls. On debut. On debut. Wow. That's a record that stood for 17 years before Corey Anderson and then AB de Villiers would better it. He played a whopping 66 ODIs before making his test debut, which was at the time a record. He opened the batting against Australia in his first test, making 10 and 6, but had five wickets. He then made his first test century in his next match against India, and he actually did briefly retire from test cricket in 2006 to focus on ODIs before changing his mind 15 days later. Ah, yes. He actually played for Ireland as well in the C&G Trophy. Honestly, I could go on and on about this guy's achievements for hours. His Wikipedia page is just, it's a mile long. <laughs> many millimetres long. Oh, many, 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 many. <laughs> it's yeah. all up there. The guy is fascinating, aside from biting a cricket ball and trying to hit a fan with a bat once. Yeah, well, yeah. But yeah, mountains of wickets, including the fastest delivery ever by a spinner at 134 k's an hour. And the unofficial longest six ever at 158 metres. Indeed. Yeah, one of my absolute favourite players growing up. Yep, definitely. Absolutely do it all. Oh, he'll smoke him. So happy birthday to Yolanda Griffith and Shahida Freedy. And indeed, speaking of these long lists, Yolanda, of course, went and won gold medals at the Olympics too. So they both had superb careers. They really did. This Week in Sport History. Thanks for listening to this Sport Blokes segment. Why not listen to the full episode and check out their Twitter at Sport Blokes. 